lot of people need to ask that question. What must I do to be saved? This is perhaps the most important question a person can ask. For one to get to this question, God did a great work on that person. Christ himself is God. Is God only answer to his cry, man's deepest need. Man's deepest need is the Lord Jesus Christ. Need need Jesus and uh, pray that the Lord will see fit to send that out to someone today. There's, I got about six different, six or seven different places in the Bible where it talks about um, how, how to be saved. How, what, 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 what does a man need? Well, the first one is, the Bible says, believe, believe on him and be saved. He was born a Savior. He, he, the Bible says when he was born, said he was born to save his children. He died a Savior. He, he was born a Savior. He died a Savior. And he lives a Savior. That's what it was Jesus who said, Believe ye, I am able to do this. In Matthew 9, verse 28. You want to be saved? Look to him. He said, Believe ye, I am able to do this. Second place is, is receive him and be saved. It was John who said, But as many as received him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God, even to them who believe upon his name. John 1 and verse 12. John said this one. John said, uh, As many as received him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God, even to them who believe on his name. Third one is come to him and be saved. It was Jesus who said, Come unto me, all ye that labor and holy and are heavy laden, I will give you rest. In Matthew 11, verse 28. Come unto me, all ye that are labor and are heavy laden, I will give you rest. Matthew 11, 28. Then the next one is trust in him and be saved. It was a psalmist who said, Kiss the son, lest he be angry, and you perish from the way. When his wrath is kindled but a little, blessed are all they that put their trust in him. Psalms 2, 20, 12. And then the next one is, Hear him and be saved. Hear him and be saved. It was God the Father who said, This is my beloved son, hear ye him. This is my beloved son, hear ye him. What a great what a great lesson those are. Just with those just with those small sections there. The next one is says, Look unto him and be saved. Isaiah stated, Look unto me and be ye saved, all the ends of the earth. For I am God. This is there is none else. Isaiah forty five in verse 22, look unto me and be ye saved. All we got to do is look unto him. 
Look unto me and be ye saved, he says. <clears throat> then he says, yield to him and be saved. The great apostle who said, yield yourselves to God. Look to him. You can't, you can't think of a, you, there's not a greater thing that comes up in your mind than how to be saved. And it's not, a, it's not anything we automatically know. People don't automatically know. I, I remember when the Lord saved me, I just, it, it wasn't automatic. I didn't, I didn't know any more than, than anybody else did. Not, 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 a, not anything. Even though I've been saved all these years, I didn't know any more than anyone else did. And any of these scriptures would have been just pertinent to me in those days when I was, when the Lord was dealing with me. <clears throat> Paul said, "Yield yourselves to God." Well, I didn't do that. I didn't do that in my life. My first 22 years of my life, I didn't do that. But I tell you, uh, and, and I didn't think about it. I, I'd already, well, I got drafted in the military when I was 18 years old. And uh, I'd already been in the military four years when I was, when I was saved. And... Uh, I served my time, then they put me in reserve unit. I served another six years in reserve unit. And so uh, I didn't know these things. I didn't know anything about them. But I know one thing. I want to know how to be saved. And I don't know about any of you here today. If you don't know how to be saved, then let me do this one more time. You don't know how to be saved. The Bible says, believe on him and be saved. He was born a Savior. He died a Savior and he lived a Savior. It was Jesus who said, believe ye, I am able to do this. I'm able to save you. Jesus said, I'll, I'll save you. If you look to him, he may be the only hope you have. may be the only, only hope you ever have. Look to him. Receive him and be saved. It was John who said, To as many as received him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God, even to them that believe on his name. Believe, believe on his name. This supper that we're about to, we're about to, uh, we get around the Lord's table here in just a little while. We, uh, we do want to want you to realize that that won't save you. Won't nothing, nothing we do here today will save you. It won't save you. But the only thing that's going to save you is when you come to the knowledge and and you 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 want you you, well, you want to be saved. You want to trust the Lord. You want to you want to trust the Lord with your salvation. You want to trust Him. For everything that you have, believe on the Lord, receive the Lord. 
haven't received the Lord, come to him. Trust in him and be saved. It was a psalmist who said, Kiss the son, lest he be angry, and you perish from the way. When his truth is kindled, but a little, blessed are all they that put their trust in him. Blessed all they put their trust in him. Have you trusted in him? Have you trusted in him today? That's not a bad question. Not a bad question to ask. Have you trusted in him? Do you know him as your savior? Do you live your life according to what you believe and what you stand for, what you're supposed to believe and stand for? Do you live your life for that? Do you live do, do you live as you should? Most people don't. Most people don't live as they should. They do whatever they want to do. They go wherever they want to go. And uh, as, as they've done proved, you know, somebody, somebody said one time back several years ago, an old preacher that used to, he's from up in Ohio somewhere, and uh, he said, yeah, all of us are sinners, but you don't have to prove it. You don't have to prove that you're a sinner. But he said, he said, you don't have to prove it. God knows, God knows that you're a sinner. And God knows what you need and, and come to him. He knows what you need. Come to him. And, and that, that's, not a, that's not an Armenian thing either. Some people have taken this. They've added everything to it. They've added to it, raise your hand. And uh, I remember one preacher said at a funeral, he said, I know how to get every one of you right down here in this aisle. Right down here, I know how to get every one of you down here. And he went through this, raised his hand. I think uh, when uh, when, when uh, the, the preacher that preached over there in, in uh, Montgomery County, I think he did the same thing. I think Brother Sam was the only one stayed and heard him. But I think he did the same thing, didn't he, Sam? Had people raise their hands. Yeah, you don't remember? Down there, at that, the, the, the new church over there. Sets up on a hill. Uh, but anyway, uh, he did, uh, he, he did it. And then uh, I went to a funeral here in Vidalia, in Vidalia. And uh, the preacher had everybody raise their hand. They bowed their head. And he said, all of you that need Christ as your Savior, raise your hand. And, and several, I, I know several hands went up, but I, did, I didn't bow my head. I listened. To, I watched what was going on. And uh, several people raised their hand. And when he got done, he said, now I want all of you to raise your hand to come forward. Well, I think there's only one or two that did. But at any rate, that's, the people have added all that to it. That's Armenianism. Uh, this thing of, I think it's Billy Graham's, Franklin Graham, I saw on television here a while back. He got on there and he, and he said, uh, he said, if you, if you quoted this prayer, that I just prayed to you, then he said, uh, you, uh, 
uh, you call us and let us know about it. And, and if you call them, you call them know about it. They never say anything about church. All they ever say is, we're going to have a meeting, but we'll be having a meeting. And if you, we want you to be at it. If you, if you pray this prayer after me, we want you to be at that meeting. And uh, don't ever say nothing about the church. Well, the Bible teaches that the first thing you do after you're saved is that you, 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 put, you put your life into a New Testament church. You do that through scriptural baptism. We've had two here lately that have been baptized, and uh, that's what you, that's how that you uh, bring them into, that's, that's how you introduce them to, to the church and what the church means. Church means a lot in your life. I don't know, we, we may not think that it means a whole lot. I, I don't guess it does to a lot of people. I don't guess it does, I guess you, I guess people go after that that thing that people who, who are very good at speaking I'm not too good anymore at speaking but uh, I used to be but I'm not anymore and I don't guess people want to listen very much but uh, <clears throat> what a great blessing it is the greatest question of all, what must I do to be saved? <clears throat> what must I do to be saved? If you're here today and you want to ask that question, you ask it. You ask it to yourself right where you're sitting right now. Ask it to yourself, what must I do to be saved? Well, I've done give you, I've given you six, eight or nine different things the Bible teaches on what you need to do to be saved. And uh, it's a whole year. All right, we want to we want to serve the Lord's supper now.